0: Hey there, folks. This is Tav Allen, host of Comedy Above the Pub. This Cat P to you and me. The Pub is fake. The guests are real virtual, but real. First of all, I'm going to uh, introduce you to my uh, my uh, producer here, right there, down in this corner, I believe. Darcy Finder, how are you, sir? Good. We're back. We're back. We're back. Have been for a bit. I don't know when this episode's coming out. This might come out. This might be the second episode this season. I'm not sure. This might be. But if it's the first, hi. If it's not, you heard this. Um... <laughs> We have with you today. Doesn't matter which episode you're getting, You're getting a good episode today because we got Chris Siddiqui that joins us. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, Sadik. So
0: good. Oh, I'm so good. Yes. Um, we have uh, such a great time in this episode. First of all, if if you want to go see what he's doing right now, he shows up in the odd uh, episode of Baroness von Sketch, uh, yeah. which is where I just recently saw you, which is fantastic. It was the. Um, just so you know, it was the Pride episode. Right. The, the pride yeah. sketch. Figuring out what which, you out yeah. Oh, that was, was like, you're just watching this, going, "Wow, there's not much left of that onion because so many layers <laughs> are being peeled <laughs> back there." It really peeled it back, yeah. Uh, and then um, you can also check out players which is on Tubi now, yeah. um, and I would strongly recommend that. Uh, it's very good. And by the way, Tubi is a great service.
1: I know. Uh, well, like, I was you get the odd,
0: you get the odd commercial, but uh, suddenly I was able. I was I uh, uh, I I hopped on there the other day. Uh, and I found, um, Swimming with Sharks, good movie, problematic cast.
2: Yes, right.
0: Um, and what was the other thing I watched? It was, uh, something, something else along those lines that was also really good. So they've got like a really good kind of like cascade of, of, uh, of, of kind of older films, like, you know, from like the nights and stuff like that. It's not bad. And of course it's got bit players on it.
1: Of course. I
0: mean, that's, that's why it's so good. It's, it's the tent pole. Uh, That's right. uh, uh offering that they have that they it's build the everything stranger around things it. of two. right yes we <laughs> wouldn't we wouldn't have a, a really problematic character such as buddy ackerman if we didn't have bit as their first thank you very if much if we exactly. did not if we had yeah shut up listen learn <laughs> um why am i quoting a
1: fucking sex pest I anyway we were just directives to the audience
0: Right. No, no. And that's, here's the uh, episode. Right. Shut up, listen and learn. Shut yeah. up, listen, learn. If it honestly, if it was said by anyone else, I would use that. I would use <laughs> that every single fucking day. Um we uh what do we talk about in this? We talk a fuck ton a lot about hip hop. Oh yeah. It's it's wonderful. Um, no need to swear in the intro, Todd. Oh shit. I'm sorry, man. You gotta break oh, you I apologize. Okay. Yeah. Um what else do we talk about? We talk about the early days of HMV. Mm, yes. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, we talk about, uh, great musical moments that we yeah, have yeah. witnessed. Ninja
2: Tune. Remember Ninja, Ninja Tune? Ninja
0: Tune. That's right. Um, and, uh, w- uh, one thing that we do cover is, um, uh, stoned hip hop artists looking at people's boobs. Yeah, is there? Man. We answer that question. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, for being part of this. Thank you for coming back for our Patreon members who get the video plus added bonus content every episode. Oh, that's very um, interesting. That is Whoa. cool, Just isn't it? Do you, you should get in on that. Ooh. Um, make sure you do. Oh, my internet is unstable. That shouldn't be. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, it's going to sound great on your side. That is. It's going to sound great, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. Enough of my prattling on. Here's Chris. Here's Darcy. Here's me. And here's the music. Starts the whole damn thing. Sign up for three dollars a month. I, okay. So I have to ask you, I'm looking at the background. First of all, this one's fake. This is just where the office was. right? Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So this is, see, that's fake. Right. But that is, that's when we, when we moved to zoom, I started doing these in my office. Right. So that was the background then. So I just went, well, what do I make for the background? Oh, I guess it's that office. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I'm just looking at your background. Do we have a passed out dog behind you? No, Over that's just
2: a, uh, just a mess of clothing. Okay, all right. I wish it was a passed out dog. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> we, we got a big industrial-sized fan. Uh-huh. Some Just some lovely hearts.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? I love the hearts. Those yeah, are nice. Yeah. yeah. I like the Devo too. Oh, ours. thanks, man. Yes, yeah. so this is this is a signed album that I got all of them to sign except for this guy. He was dead. Oh. Right. He wasn't dead at the time, but I think like six months after they toured, uh, he died. And so he wasn't actually the drummer. This is the best thing about – this is Alan right there. The best thing about Alan is uh, because Devo was kind of ahead of their time in terms of technology, they started bringing in drum machines yes and it took him like maybe an album or two to go why the fuck am i here and he left oh <laughs> so, really yeah he got he got replaced by buttons oh poor
2: guy but i mean the irony is that's kind of what shot devo to the top was all exactly
0: those awesome drum loops yeah 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 and so there was a there was a cover band of theirs in toronto that was, like, this super group of, like, all these other kind of, like, Toronto bands okay. um, called Are We Not Devo, We Are Not. Oh Wow. And they did the first album, and my biggest concern was, like, okay, because Alan, this guy, yeah. um, was okay. – they they called him the metronome for a reason because like he was like his uh. drumming is is superb. You listen to the first two albums, yeah. first three actually. You just go Jesus Christ, yeah, like like very few people could do this. So as soon as I walked, in, I went, this will be fun and cool. But there's no way they're gonna find a guy to cover this, right? And first song in, they did the entire first album, beginning to end. And the first song is uncontrollable urge. And it starts with him going, tun, 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 tun. and as, as soon as he started, and he started doing the fills, you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. And like cool. every single member of the cover band to a person covered their positions of, of these guys uh perfectly. Like even the guy that was supposed to be Mark Mothersbaugh, that guy, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, sounded exactly like him. Amazing. You know? Have you had that experience with, like, like cover bands or anything? Or, like, just, like, a musical experience where, you're like, I'm just going for the heck of it, and then you're just blown away?
2: I mean, <clears throat> you know, there used to be a, a group in, uh, in, in Toronto of a bunch of ladies who covered Weezer, and they called themselves Sheezer. Oh, my God. And uh, they were great. They're, they're just a, a band full of uh, a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were great. I'm trying to think of, like, cover bands... Because you have to be really good to be a cover band, right? And then promote yourself as a cover band. Yes. And then do live shows as a cover mm-hmm. band. You know, like, yep. I understand your hesitation because you're like, yo, you got to be good. But right. I think at the same time, when you're putting yourself out there as a pure cover band, uh-huh. then, you know, you're taking some pretty strong legacy already. So, Right.
1: You um, you have Dwayne to be Dwayne Gretzky.
2: Fairly... You ever heard of Dwayne Gretzky? Dwayne Gretzky,
0: I know, of course. Yeah.
2: Oh, Dwayne Gretzky, I just love. They're filled uh-huh. with a bunch of my friends, too. but uh, Uh-huh. That's like that's like the epitome of a cover band. They you, sound like the song.
0: You got a lot of uh, fingers into a lot of the musical pies in Toronto. How did that happen?
2: Well, I, it's just hanging around some cool folks. You know, I, th- I mean, you know. I, I think, I think
0: you know, a lot of uh, music and
2: comedy mix really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: You know, so, you know, there's days at the Rivoli when, like, stand-ups would introduce the sketch nights and the mm-hmm. improv nights, and we'd all mingle there, and... And that was also a big band house. But I think also, too, I just have a bunch of friends who know a lot sure. of cool people. And then I got to sort of glom on to those cool artists as well.
0: Right. So. Uh-huh. You know. It was, I can't remember. So uh, we've had Kid Koala on on this show. Do you know Kid Koala? Oh, do I ever know Kid Koala? Right? He's so good. He's so good. It was It was an honor to have him on the show. I'm going to see if we can get him back because he's doing some really, really cool, interesting stuff. I mean, and, he's always doing really really cool interesting yeah. stuff. Like it's like it's always weird and then I had like there was someone else. Oh, you know who it was? It was um I was listening to uh Never Not Funny uh from whom we take have taken several liberties uh, <laughs> over the course of our twenty-three year seasons, not twenty-three years, twenty-three seasons, because we watched that model and went, well, because they were one of the originals, and when we were starting out, it's like, well, I guess this is how you do it. You do 25 episodes in a season, right. you do this, and this is the structure, not realizing that you could do anything you wanted, but it's worked out, it's fine. Yeah. 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 And so Blaine Capach, another guest of the show, was okay. on and he dropped Kid Koala. As a musical reference to Jimmy Pardo. And first of all, it was wonderful, A, hearing Kid Koala mentioned in something you listen to by someone that you really respect and admire. (laughs) And secondly, it was really nice to hear the deafening silence from everyone on that podcast who did not know who Kid Koala was.
2: <laughs> because it sounds made up. It sounds like an Australian kid show or yes, something, you know? But, exactly.
0: No, he's this DJ from e- the East Coast, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Montreal, I believe.
2: Montreal, yeah. Montreal. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, Kid Koala came out at that great time where I used to, man, I, I've been talking about this for a while. Uh, this is great, actually. The, talk about music. We've been talking mm-hmm. about... Tons of music, me, my my lovely wife Aurora, and just like yes. So Kekaula came out when I started working. Well, not when I started, but around the time when I was working at HMV. Right. Remember HMVs, Todd? Were
0: Were you at the eight eight eight
2: HMV? No, I was at the oh. three thirty. I was up at uh, Young and Bluer.
0: Okay. Eight 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 was a superstore down. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I spent. Uh, finish your story, and then we'll go to see what happens. I just, I do I know, I'll know? i answer your question, do of, I know
2: HMV? I have <laughs> a very fond memory of all the artists on the Ninja Tune label because that was such a specific label. Kikawala was part of that, and he was yep. doing a bunch of there, – there wasn't that kind of that instrumentalist hip-hop that was coming back at that time, you know, the right. DJ Shadow and the Cut K- Chemist and the Walls mm-hmm. and all those stuff, and uh, it was so cool to have our own homegrown – dj was trying all that weird stuff like that weird trumpet stuff he was doing yep
0: yep, yep. drunk <laughs> trumpet all that yeah 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 uh yeah
2: i mean i'm sure you're gonna say you spent many a uh,
0: oh yeah, well, hour lost first of that. all let's go back to ninja tune yeah um the the introduction i had to them obviously was like kid koala but then i kind of expanded and as you mentioned like dj shadow uh and um cut chemist um herbalizer i'm gonna throw in there as well herbalizer yeah And then there was, and it showed up on Zen Cuts, okay, which was their 10 anniversary thing. And it was, it's this band, I can never, it's this uh, outfit, forgive me, I'm just going to see if I can actually find them. Do it, do it. Um, Who else? I'm
2: trying to think. Well, you do that. I'll keep thinking. Uncle, wasn't Uncle part of
0: uh, YouTube? Yep. Uh, Fantastic. Yes. And let me see. Oh, okay. So. How would you pronounce this? Okay. this it's, it's two hip hop artists. Okay. That have, um, that that did um, this song called Eight Point Agenda.
2: Oh, yes. I know this song.
0: Yes. And they did it with the Herbalizer. Right. And uh, it's called, this is how you, pr- it's spelled. This is their, their hip hop name. Okay. L-A-T-Y-R-X. Latirix. Latirix. Okay. I know Latirix very well. Lateef. Okay. And, uh,
2: yes, that's right. That's right. Born. Yes. Yes. I was just me, listening to them the other day.
0: Let me see. Cause I know I can't just play it off my thing. Let me just see if I can do, uh, uh, okay. Let me see. Let me see if I can just, uh, cut this in and I'll see, let me, I'm going to have to do a share screen. This is something, oh by God. the way, this is, this is something that, uh, that, uh, we give our, our Patreon people, uh, Ooh. a nice, a nice little kick too so they get to actually see me play this okay. and uh, let me you can hear that now right
1: what are you gonna do for the people you hear that
0: This is wonderful. And by the way, this is going to get us all jammed on uh, YouTube as well. Absolutely
1: every single facet of the gem, including butt. Not limited to the which has been smooth over, made soothing to those who have been doing the polluting. In fact, we wrote some Now I have here in my chest an outline, a lit.
0: There we go. Oh, Darcy just missed the fun. Oh. Darcy, just missed, fun. Darcy just missed the fun. Darcy, you just missed the fun. We were doing copyright infringement.
1: Oh, oh, no. Yes. Darcy. You missed okay. the copyright infringement. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you it when I cut it out in post, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You cannot cut out laterics he says. <laughs> just, just finally figuring out how that word is actually pronounced. laterics laterics Yes. I honestly, I couldn't do it every time I I looked. I was stuck. Like you know that thing of like you know when someone mis- mispronounces a word, you know that yeah. you know the only thing you know is that they've only read it, they've never heard uh, it pronounced. And I was going latrix, let laterics? Letir- Dude, this uh-
2: has been hilarious because I was just like I was just listening to them the other day. I was just thinking about all this stuff mm-hmm. the other day. I, I'm so. Uh, you know, TVA. If I didn't love you before, I've fallen even deeper now, knowing oh. this beautiful, rich love that you have of the coolest fucking music.
0: So, <laughs> it's, something has happened to me recently, and and I and I think I've pinpointed it to this. Okay. So, um, I, uh, the reason we're doing this one of the many reasons we're doing this over this, over Zoom, Chris, is is not just that I don't want you in my house, but <laughs> it's enough. also that it's hard to get to my house now because I live in Ottawa. Yes, right. right. Yes. That's right, right, of course. I so be- because I live in Ottawa, uh, my demographics that I was used to for 25 years have shifted considerably. Oh, I bet. Um, so during the last election cycle, there was an awful lot of uh, uh, blue signs on lawns that I wasn't yeah. used to. Uh-huh. Um, there is way more pickup trucks. Um, who I think are going to, uh, be, um, you know, using Google maps to find out the best way to the parliament buildings on Canada day this weekend, because we have a few of those in the neighborhood. So I have noticed that my musical, like my last musical purchases, let me, let me tell you what they were. Um, um, the, the, the last musical purchases that I made, um, was first of all, I'll give you the album titles. Great. Right. Okay. Illumatic. Oh, great. Nice. That's old yeah. school. That's his first one. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. By the way, that was thanks to Ozark.
2: Oh, great. You know what? I don't watch Ozark. You should. The thing.
0: Because guess what? Nas is in it. Great. I mean, he's, <laughs> like he's in it, in it? No, 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 just no. His music. no. Okay. his music. His music. His <laughs> music. And like I, I was just watching the thing and I was like, Jesus, what is that? That's pretty fun. And it's like, oh, that's that's uh, uh, just, just that. So the other one um, was the the next one after that was Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers?
2: Oh yeah, the new uh, Kendrick Lamar.
0: New Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, very, very, very nice. That, too.
2: that man is a friggin' poet. I mean, he 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 was given the poet laureate, right? Mm-hmm. So
0: it, for good reason. Yeah, Pulitzer. He won a Pulitzer. Pulitzer. That's yeah. it. Not yeah, the yeah. the
2: poet laureate. He might like,
0: have. Whatever. He might. I know. He definitely got the Pulitzer for um uh damn. Yeah. And what for? Damn
2: was to pimp a butterfly.
0: Oh God damn it! Now you're gonna make me do research. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look I at us. Know.
2: Look at us, music nerds. I love oh, this. Okay. Darcy, Kendrick. where were you, man? Also, Darcy, hello, sir. <laughs> hey. Good to see you.
0: <laughs> and you. Okay, Kendrick Lamar Pulitzer for music 2018. So that would have been damn. Okay. Right. 2018 is damn. Right. right. And then Grammy, 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 MTV Music Award, whatever. Uh, Juno for International Album of the Year. So that's got to be damn 2018. <laughs> MTV, 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 Who Gives a Shit? Billboard, not even close. Well, uh,
2: hey, I always here, find when an American artist wins a Canadian award, yes, it's
0: like exactly. It's, well,
2: like, it's, inter- it's like international elementary album. schools giving yes. you like a, a fucking shout out, you know what uh, I mean? Like, oh, this is, is
0: cute. Yeah, it is. Oh, here we go. Just a list of awards for, for, the thing. So he's gotten, he's gotten an Academy Award or a nomination, at least.
2: Oh, yeah, because I think he did the, uh, the uh, music supervising for Black Panther, uh,
0: for All the Stars 2019. That's, That's right. what it is. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, which was also the African American Film Critics Association, uh, best original song for All the Stars 2018. Oh. Um, He's got an AICE awards. I'm not going to give you that one because I don't know what that is.
2: American International uh, Collection
0: <laughs> collection of, of of efficient artists. Efficiency, Effic- aficionados. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, do we care about the AMAs created by Dick Clark? Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the the ARIA, the ARIA Music Awards. That's the Australian Radio Industry, uh, Recording Industry Association. All
2: right. So they're like, uh, you know, yeah. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. He wins.
0: We got it. Because we got it. <laughs> Our next award goes to the best black fella. It's next, coming out. Now,
2: we've got a bunch of uh, black folk here in Australia, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we barely award them. So let's award someone who yeah. doesn't live here. All
0: right. Kicking the ass out of everyone, it's uh, he, he was nominated for Best International Artist and Song of the Year, and the Song of the Year was The Greatest. <laughs> so, That's a kick in the ace. That's a kick in the ace. The ASCAP Rhythm and Soul Music Awards. No, ASCAP. Mm-hmm. BBC Music, himself. Yep. There we yep. go. Berlin Music Awards. Okay. Okay. Uh, BET Awards. Here we go. There you go. Okay. St- uh, stemming back from 2013, he uh, was nominated with uh, Big Fucking Problems and won for Best Collaboration on that one.
1: Maybe.
0: Uh, and then Damn won Album of the Year from the BET Awards that you year. That. Okay. Right. right. And then there's the BET Hip Hop Awards, which is even further granulated, huh. And... Um, DNA was nominated for Impact Track. I have no idea what that is. Uh, but he won Album of the Year that way that year with Damn. Um, and then there's Billboard, Black Reel, Brit Awards, BMI, can't, can't, a Con Lion International Festival of Creativity. Now they're just making things up. Like this no, is it's like you know when
2: you that make a web series and you put right. it out to like you know the the Michigan <laughs> yep. uh, semi biannual <laughs> so, web it, when, series
0: awards. When I go, so once again, this is a trope of the show, Chris. I don't, I, I, I should tell you, uh, Todd looking up the Wikipedia pages of hip hop artists that he likes.
1: <laughs> this is this is the type
0: save of this,
2: this a the Patreon. Thing you do. I gotta listen yeah. to this. Show <laughs> yes. more, pal. I love this. <laughs> uh
0: huh there's the d and ad awards so i didn't know that you know dungeons and dragons was uh was advanced an award now, but there we go oh d
2: and ad the gaffa. and awards. advanced dragons that's what it
0: means. global <laughs> the, now grammys here we go this hey. is where this is where the shit happens so it won best rap album of the year it was nominated for album of the year in 2018 for damn, damn um right. humble won everything Best oh, music video, best rap yeah, song. Down, be and humble, yes. I agree. Okay, that is right. such a good song. Uh, and then there's lo- Loyalty, Loyalty, Loyalty. You know, um, I got to
2: say, as a Kendrick Lamar fan, I was not as uh, taken by damn as I was really? the other ones, right?
0: See, now I have to go back now i have to i have to i have to because i started with damn so now i got to go back to um to pimp a butterfly okay
2: okay Mm okay well okay well let me ask you this and let's go all the way back how deep Uh, is your so when you say you just got in you didn't just get into hip-hop you've been loving hip-hop for
0: years right yeah okay so um my so you're looking for my origin story? I would yeah, what is your origin story? <laughs> my origin hip-hop? story for hip hop. Absolutely. Um, well, let me take you back to the early days of much music. Back in those days, you could actually turn on the TV and see a music video. Now what cool. that was is where they played a song and acted around to it.
2: There was a whole city <laughs> devoted to rap. <laughs>
0: master t came into Uh, our living room master t was the mayor (laughs) master t was was the reason that you knew you were a good hip-hop fan because you're like if i get through him i get to see some krs1 at the end of him there's some krs1 i know Uh, it i know know,
2: right yeah he was like the Um, breath of fresh air
0: hip-hop yeah sort of i guess i don't know okay now know this he probably was great and if i went back and watched master t clips right now i would probably be on board oh, keep okay. in mind that this is me in small town ontario right um where there was one black person <laughs> right yeah he didn't he didn't stay long um and so my knowledge of hip hop and black culture was uh none like the racial the racial makeup of gananaque ontario when i was growing up was the inside of a baguette right yeah it was that yeah so the ghost would be like this is white yeah this (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna take my mayonnaise (laughs) and go home yeah (laughs) okay yeah the Um, whole town
2: is called get out
0: Ontario. yes right Okay. So um a buddy of mine uh was actually also into like hip hop and dance music and a and lot and he he introduced me awesome. uh, to and it was it was like one of these very clandestine things where it's like come over here and like draw the drapes and close the door and put t shirts around it. Awesome, awesome and he that's played great. me um You're gonna get yours from um uh Public Enemy's first album. Amazing. Yeah that's so great. Because, uh,
2: and I only asked because, you know, with someone with such a distinct Tastes like Kid Koala, like mm-hmm. those guys in Ninja Tunes. You know, like right. there's a whole, and I mean, you you know, there's a whole evolution there that these things sure. went through. And like, if you like those guys, yes. then you like hip hop, right? Because people go like, "I like hip hop, I like Eminem and Two mm-hmm. Short and stuff." I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Like. Do you
0: remember Snow? That's when it was good,
2: but when we had white right, guys like kind that, hip hop. I think, yeah, like there's very commercial hip hop, mm-hmm. which I think is great. It it it's done its thing. Mm -hmm. But then when you listen to, you know, like Kendrick Lamar, like it's not so you don't hear it on the radio because it's, it's not radio
0: music. Right. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's, it's totally true. The, um, uh, and, and so to be fair, like, let's add to this, uh, of a reason that people are a bit confused by this is that I do look like need look uh, like I need an alibi for (laughs) January 6th. Like, let's get that off the table. Right. (laughs) But,
2: but yeah, here's I the thing. coming with, with the cuttest eye. Like, yeah,
0: it's like, like, do you really? <laughs> to, to close the book on this, he won the Pulitzer Prize in 2018 for Damn, when the yeah. award for the Pulitzer was the Pulitzer Prize for music. Wow. Okay. Okay. So there was that. And well, so.
2: Dude, I, I cannot highly recommend enough. The, okay. Uh, good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. that album, and yep. To Pimp a Butterfly. Those to Pimp a are, Butterfly. Those are uh especially Good Kid Mad City, I find that, that is a concept album. You know. Right. He it has those little like it's kinda old school where you had mm-hmm. those like skits in between. Right. Uh but this one is like follows a journey of this guy leaving his house and taking his parents' car and they keep mm-hmm. calling him and man's a genius.
0: Yes. So to to cap off my my most recent hip hop purchases, I'll just show you this one. Oh great. Uh, I'm as surprised as you <laughs> Can you see that? Lil Wayne. Hey, Lil you know Wayne. What? Yeah. You can't go wrong with Lil Wayne. Because it was an uh, uproar that I heard, and I was just like, ooh, I think I need to hear this. I think oh, I need to hear this it. a lot. And the thing is too, is that I did not think I was going to enjoy modern hip hop as much as I do. Yes. Yeah. Because it wasn't a style that my ear was used to. Right. Because yep. you know, Public Enemy is very, very much a a, a good rhythmic structure of their stanzas and their yep. verses. Their rhymes are tight, and then you know you bring in Flavor Flav to go, and then and then and then yeah, and exactly. then Chuck D comes back and goes now, now, and then continue. <laughs> yes. Um, and even Latyrx, uh, uh, did I do that right, Latyrx? Latyrx, yeah, man, Laterix, Laterix, look at that. That, that, like that rolling. Like the way they're able to roll and intersect with each other, and like and and to 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 really synchronize their rhymes is is great. And even the Beastie Boys, who are very oh. much ba da 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 ba ba bam ba da ba 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 bam, <clears throat> like even that yeah. is it's got a rhythm to it. Whereas yeah. mod- when I first started listening to modern hip hop, I was like it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not yeah. Sure. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, like it's I, saying the words that also, I say all the time, but not, you know, the, the, the rhythms off. And yeah, so, but now and I'm yeah, finally,
2: and the, I found they all kept at least the stuff that I was hearing on the radio. You know, we yes. don't have a, we have this old uh, uh, Subaru Outback, so we don't sure. have any plugins for our phone. So we kind of just like, you know what, let's go old school. Let's listen to the radio. Yep. And on the radio hip hop, like it's just a lot of, Uh, it just sounds, you're right, it sounds different. of course, it's going to evolve and change, but it just sounds too and you know, the other thing too is that they're not rapping about things that they were rapping about back in the day. You know, back in the day, they were rapping about like don't you know, fuck the police and it's hard yes. and this and that, and yeah, or even thank like, God know, they're the not doing that now. Like, Let's <laughs> chill out and smoke some weed. And but so they don't do that anymore. Like on yeah. the new Kendrick Lamar, he's rapping about having sciatica and like yes, feeling like he's racist because he had sex with a white woman. Like, yes,
0: you know what I mean? Like, that, um, that's
2: 40 plus year old man problems
0: uh, he's rapping about. The so you know how things can be taken out of context.
2: No, no, no.
0: Uh, I don't so, know. That. So I was, I had just gotten the new Kendra. Are you rolling one while we have this? First of all, I mean, if, if we're some, talking about hip hop, yeah. I'm so years. jealous. I'm so I, jealous. I'm
2: having a good time. When I have did
0: you want time, me to I'm find some go. Cypress Hill to play in the background? Is that. <laughs> no, no. You know what's better is uh, Midnight Marauders. I know nothing of these from, people. From uh, tribe called Quest. Oh, okay. All right. So I also have some tribe, but I did not know Midnight Marauders was a spinoff of them. Um so the, the new Kendrick uh, Lamar hit my, uh, hit my phone and I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this. And I was, uh, it was the end of the week. It was like a Friday and I had like, uh, I was, I was doing some barbecuing. I took out the portable speaker and was like, hey, while I'm out here, I'm gonna listen to some Kendrick Lamar. I'm gonna, you know, barbecue some burgers, whatever the hell I'm doing, you know. It's going to be a lovely time. And my oh. wife came out to bring out the buns or something like that. And it just got to the lyric, as you were saying, of I was 16 when I first fucked a white bitch. And I was like, she goes, what are you listening to? And was like, <laughs> and um, then did you get to that track where it was like, fuck you, fuck you. And just two yeah. people screaming at each yeah. other. Yes. Like that—that's
2: um, Those are the skits now that he's yeah. putting in between his
0: albums, you know, not yeah. like
2: not, I, yeah. not the De La Soul stuff. No.
0: By the way, De La Sola is, is like, I've got a ton of their albums as well, because yeah. they are, I, I, they are like one of those hip hop uh, bands and outfits that you just, right, can we call them an outfit? They're not really a band. Hip hop yeah, outfits? I'm
2: not really a band. Group? Uh, yeah. Uh, hip hop group, I
0: guess. That just sounds, I don't know. <laughs> Team. <laughs> Yeah. Squad. Are you the hip-hop group? Hey, who's your favorite hip-hop squad? <laughs>
2: I'm a huge well, fan of the Delasols. Like, rappy rap and the rappersons. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um the the uh the thing the thing with De La soul is like you you they should not be as not front of mind as they are. But I'll yeah. go, as like, you know, when you listen to hip hop, the first ones that come to, come to my mind are Public Enemy and Kendrick Lamar and that sort of thing. But I always go, fuck, I listen to a lot of De La Soul and I never, ever give them sort of like the, the front of mind credence that I should. You know,
2: I would say the same with KRS-One too. Like KRS-One, yeah. when I do listen to him, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's like, uh, Yes. he's like yes. a Jedi of, mm-hmm. of hip hop because he yeah. doesn't, you know, he's, he's only ever been KRS-One. He
0: has his own style. He has yes. his own mm-hmm. cool thing going on. They they play him at Ottawa Senators games.
2: <laughs>
0: well, what do they play? Step into a world? No, nope. they play. Uh,
1: whoop whoop! No way! I was yes,
0: <clears throat> they have a they have a DJ, and if you know, depending upon who you talk to in Ottawa, because yeah. again, where I live inside of a baguette—that's where <laughs> I live right now, right? Um, <laughs> right. So I, I was—I I can't remember who I was talking to. It was like someone in the service industry. Um, uh, and they, they, they went to they went to a hockey game right and it was uh, and they've got the DJ he's a black DJ and uh, he plays all these great songs and, it was, and the last time I was at the Sens game I heard a boop boop and it was like amazing what? that was um, one of the
2: first songs I taught my son boop boop yeah I go nice, boop, boop, and he go that's the sound of the police
0: police yep yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, teaching him young, teaching them yep. young. There's other yep. guys too. Like, do you know Danny Brown?
0: I do not know Danny Brown.
2: Danny Brown is fantastic. What a, what a where'd he uh, come from? Guy, uh, he was like a a drug dealer turned okay. uh, rapper. Mm-hmm. His his production's fantastic. I think that's <laughs> what I really like listening to at least now is is there's the imagination of hip hop mm-hmm. artists now is huge because I think they also. There is a mixture, you know, just like there is in comedy when you know, the improvisers and the standups and sketch meetings, we all hang out. I always found that there was around 2000s is where a lot of the hip hop artists started to take things from rock and roll and rock and mm-hmm. roll sort to take things from hip hop. And we got out of the way of the, you know, lit biz kids because those guys were like,
0: um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go f- I'm going to go further back and it, it was a mutually financially beneficial move for Aerosmith and Run DMC <laughs>
1: <Yes. laughs>
2: to come together. But I'm talking about, you know, those days of Bonnaroo where Jay-Z would be there and he'd be like, yo, I want to go check out Radiohead, like let yeah. go to
0: Radiohead concert, <laughs> you
2: know, like, so yeah. that's when those guys started getting a bit mm-hmm. playful and the shit they started doing and. I and you know around that time that's where hip hop still started there were so many different branches and it. it it got even so granular too Sure.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. Did um did you ever listen to Bismarcky? You
2: no know I never did, no. Okay. I, I other than the one song we all know.
0: Sure sure sure. Um well there's another if you'll if you'll allow me. I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but this is new to you. For those of you who have heard the story before, pretend this is a clip show.
1: So, <laughs> the best of show, yeah. yes.
0: So i went to I went to uh, Molson Park in Barrie to see the Beastie Boys uh, with my friend from from Gananoque who got me into hip hop. So, like, basically, he and I represented the entire hip hop culture of Gananoque.
1: Amazing.
0: Right, at that, at point. least you were going
2: to see some nice white boys. Some nice
0: white boys. I hope no bad people show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When we have soda and pie, yeah. that's from the much music video shows. Um, so yeah, we were fighting for a right to party. And, um, the, what was happening in the, in the lead up to the show, uh, was Tribe Called Quest was supposed to open for the Beastie Boys. And we were oh, like, cool. oh shit, this will be great. And then as the date approached, uh, Tribe Called Quest disbanded. They broke up. So we're like, shit. Oh well, you know, we didn't get it. It It's fine. You know, the Beastie Boys. We're still doing Beastie Boys, right? And then Tribe Called Quest said, "You know what? We'll honor the dates." And we're like, (laughs) "Yay! We'll honor the dates." And then uh, as we're driving up, they're like, "We are not honoring the dates." Boo! So man, yeah. So we go. What the fuck is going to happen? We may have known this was going to happen, but I. I, uh, But let's pretend we didn't. Okay. Um. Because I'm pretty sure we did. It's like, well, who's who's going to open? Like, what are they going to do? So out they brought Biz Markie. Rest oh, in peace. Oh, cool. Okay. And so he came out to a crowd in Barry, ready to see the Beastie Boys, <laughs> and DJed. He just spun some tracks. And his oh, first oh, words okay. were, once he got out of the way, how are you tonight, Barry? Woo! says damn he just looked at the crowd and says damn you people are white (laughs) and so he played he played a whole bunch of uh, really white friendly hip hop like there was probably two or three offerings of um, House of Pain you know (laughs) there was Definitely some snow that was played, but then he started. Uh, no, but then right, he, he okay. to his to his credit, he played some other stuff. And so, like when he played eric B and Rakim, you know, yeah. I was able to go thinking of a master plan. There ain't nothing yeah, but sweat yeah. inside my hands so when I'm digging through my pocket all my money. Blah blah blah. So I was like, okay, well that was fun. And he spins for like 20 minutes, half an hour. It's like, okay, get ready for the beasties. See ya. Yeah. And it's good that he was there because he also, well, not really. He has a, how much Beastie Boys do you do you have in your catalog?
2: Um, not all of it, but okay. I'd say three fourths of it. Do you, do you
0: remember? Do you remember the anthology? It had a yeah. live version of them doing Benny and the Jets. Oh, and it's it's. Oh, you remember this? Oh yeah, it's yes. starting to come
2: back to me. You know, again, one of those days, my days at mm-hmm. HMV when I worked there. That's when they yes. I the white album, right? It was like a doubled three, yes. four correct, disc or something. Yeah. Correct,
0: and it's them dressed up as old men. Yes, on the cover. Right, okay? right. So it's got. A cover version of Benny and the Jets. Right. On it. Sung by Bismarcky, And if I may say, Chris and Darcy, it is horrible. It
1: oh, is. It that
0: is can't be good. fucking unlistenable. It is. I am no fan. I am no fan of Elton John. Like zero. None. Really? I, I respect him. He's obviously good for a reason. I understand why people like him. I understand it. I just don't like one song he's ever written. Come on, what? Nope, nope. Don't fight me on this. This just—it's simply an opinion. I am happy to be wrong about many things, (laughs) but I do not like Elton John. Uh, I don't approve of his lifestyle. So (laughs) I—well, you are from Ganonakway. (laughs) You're from Ganonakway. That's right. Uh, Pride Month, by the time this comes out, Pride Month will be gone. That's fine. It, yeah. Don't worry you about it. You can take down the rainbow flag. Exactly. Yeah, just thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so, no. So, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Elton John. Certainly, I'm not, not of this song. Um, and it's awful. Like, it's unlistenable, right? So, Beastie Boys come out and they're just ripping the place apart as they always do. And then they're about two thirds of the way through the show. And they go. We want to bring out a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. You saw him opening up the show, and he just tore it apart. And he's going to do a song for you now, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring to the stage Bismarcky. And so they have set up the keyboard for him to hammer out "Benny and the Jets." Oh,
1: right? Yes.
0: And so Bismarcky comes out
1: visibly stoned. Yeah, <laughs> like, eyes not even open. Just he's raising his eyebrows. Just
0: yeah. like, uh, like, <laughs> like picture every member. Of <laughs> of of uh um of the of the Snoop Dogg posse, the dog pound, the dog pound. Yeah, just picture all of them with Cypress Hill included as one person. He is lit, and so he comes out, and they usher, they're trying to usher him to the stool behind the piano, and he grabs the mic from I'm gonna let's say Mike D. Right. He grabs the mic from him, runs to the front of the stage. It is now dark now, so it's just to show lights on. And he turns to the crowd and he says through the microphone, "I see titty." And <laughs> now the Beastie Boys hear this and go, "Guys, we're Buddhists, so we gotta yank him back." say, so, okay, come on, come on, Biz. Here, this isn't cool. This is not cool at all. He goes, to, "Let me see some titty." And it's like, "No, Biz, come on, you gotta come on, do the song." <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's how I start
2: off all my improv shows. Sure, so.
0: of course. Let me see yeah, some titty. titty. So, no so they, okay give me a suggestion yeah so they they, <laughs> they put him back it's good actually you're going on the offensive that's let right. me hear proctologist no yeah. then give me some no, no. Right. Um, yeah. so they so they sit uh so they sit him down they finally get him kind of calmed down and everything the crowd is just loving everything is happening at this point point. and so he he just he positions his hands right over the keyboard just turns into the microphone and just goes Titty, and then oh my god! Oh, and the singing was just. It wasn't You know I read it in a magazine.
2: I take it that's not the version on the album. it's
0: very, very it. close. Like, that's <laughs> amazing. It's very very close. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so.
2: You know, I I haven't been to that many hip-hop shows. I've seen the mm-hmm. Roots. I've seen right. uh, DJ Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm jealous of. That was DJ a really Shadow. cool one. Oh, Although he's so phenomenal. When you listen to a DJ who just spins records, and then you mm-hmm. go and see a DJ who just spins records, you're kind of like, right. oh. oh, I get it. <laughs> you know you see, what i mean like not to not to depreciate the value of dj shadow but right i, I kind of i got there and i was like uh like i'm just standing around holding a drink with friends i could be mm-hmm. at
0: home nice and stone sitting sure on the couch listening to it so um okay so two people that love their jobs and you can see when they're doing it it's great uh kid koala being one mm-hmm the aforementioned mm. kid koala oh darcy we talked about kid koala we're gonna try and get him back in the show um and then uh, the other one's fat boy slim yeah my oh, like fat boy yeah. slim just loves his job um i got this i i had the opportunity to see um john digweed uh on my 50th birthday oh, and and that was amazing i was the oldest guy in the joint and it was wonderful <laughs> to be um you but, know what i lied
2: like, i forgot i saw run the jewels a couple of years ago
0: yeah. oh okay yeah yeah so that like things like that, that can work. Like I get yes, physically they're just doing that, they're they're flipping. At least at the very least, like um Fat Boy Slim was actually using vinyl. Like yeah, he wasn't right. using he wasn't using electrodes, he was using physical discs right. and and putting it. Same thing with Koala, obviously. Um conversely, I went and saw Nitzer Ebb on a reunion tour. I don't know if you're oh, familiar wow. with them. They yeah, were kind of I like that a,
2: name in a long time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Chris drags a <laughs> – takes a big drag out of it. I haven't heard the name Nitzareb in a long time. Let me tell you about Nitzareb. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me t- let me tell you. When Nitzareb came to town, you would join in the chant. Let me tell you that. Okay. They were murderous. We're <laughs> they would tour Warsaw ghettos. That's three songs I've looped right in there. I'm, I'm a fucking hey, genius. Look all at right. that. So, but when they came, because, like, when I first saw them, they at least had a percussionist and a keyboardist, and then the two guys kind of running around and ranting. Yeah. Now, it was just like, if if someone hadn't told me it was Ebb, they could have described the show this way. Hey, want to go see two 60-year-olds do karaoke? No. <laughs> no, I do not. But that's what they did. Right. That was the show. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, the other thing, too, I mean, DJ Shadow, <laughs> he's very specific, too, because he doesn't really, like... Spin dance tracks, right? Correct. DJ Shadow's pretty; sort of this odd acquired taste. Yes, it's kind of the Banksy of music, and that yes. there's not like you know what I mean. It's a bit weird. You can't uh-huh. really like, let's chill out and throw a DJ Shadow album. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't, really, you can't really do that. that th- right. That's music for kind of like you know pondering and mm-hmm. uh, biking in the dark or yeah. something.
0: You 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 listen to half of a DJ Shadow album and you go, should I be scared? I think yes, I'm exactly. scared. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Is this a cool horror movie, or what's it? What's going on mm-hmm.
0: here? Right, Darcy. Do you have any hip hop in your collection?
1: I don't have a collection. Okay,
0: well, you don't have any records at all, or like no music that you listen to, like no. Do you? Okay, let me rephrase the question. On your Spotify playlist,
1: there you go. Do you have any hippity hop? Uh, no, I don't have okay. a Spotify playlist. Well, you um, are racist. Wow. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> i don't even you so know what Spotify, he does have I put, when, all elton john when you were looking up your, your purchases um mm-hmm. todd yes what were you buying them on what do you buy music on now i bought them on my
0: phone i bought it on itunes uh, itunes okay yes i
1: don't have Do you the, buy it uh,
0: todd, or do you
2: subscribe to apple
0: music i buy it wow good because, on you, because and, and here's why and here's why as an artist myself I know that when I buy the 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 album that artist gets that money directly, right? And I used I used to go, "Oh, just burn it off the internet, whatever." It's like, "No. Give them the money. Send Kendrick Lamar 10 bucks less whatever yeah. Apple's doing, yeah. right?" Um, Nas will be sitting there going, "Fuck, some white guy bought my album." Like that was like that's what is going to happen. <laughs> oh, there. no, trust me, many a white guy has bought <laughs> Illmatic. madness.
2: Uh, <laughs> you're one of Many. <laughs>
0: One of many. Adorations. Yeah. Okay. Adoring fans, right. yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, like, I, I, I tend to buy that. But pl- and here's the other thing, too. If those streaming services go away, that music's gone. Yeah. Right? Like, it's even, like, on, like, ne- t- take a look at Netflix, Amazon, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. The things I really like, I like having a copy of. Because if everything goes wrong, I can still march down to the DVD player and watch Roxanne. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> dude totally this is what i'm talking about too this is uh, the whole uh, i've been on this for a while too is mm-hmm. that i think we're missing a big part of our human culture and coming together in our interpersonal relationships correct by uh, by missing music stores mm-hmm. because music i heard this great quote on the radio that said art decorates space but music decorates time And I was like, oh, oh i love that how beautiful is that Boom. and yeah right and we don't darcy? the thing is we don't have that physical connection to music anymore uh-huh. like you're talking about
0: you know right Dar- continue that thought darcy can you write down a production note more guests should smoke weed when they're on here because that's fucking brilliant <laughs> Yo, that is, what about me can can, can, can have me on
2: every day what?
0: i don't know you're gonna come extend up like to the something? producer yeah that's <laughs> oh <laughs> just bedtime. sit around smoking weed but that's <laughs> and,
2: and what are you, you know, rick rubin I, <laughs> myself Working at HMV, mm-hmm. that was some of the best years of my life because I was surrounded by music. Sure. My musical education took off because I was around it. I could look at the liner notes. I could see who produced what. I could see yes. what artists were on which track. I could see who, you know, I was just seeing all this physical media come right. in and out of the store. Mm-hmm. And, and you, have, you have people come up and say, hey, is this any good? What can you recommend? You're constantly right. engaged mm-hmm. with a shared interest. So yeah. we don't have that anymore. We don't have, we don't look around. We don't get lost in HMVs looking through new CDs or Correct. past albums anymore. <clears throat> we sit and we scroll, mm-hmm. and if we don't like a song, we can't fast forward. So we just skip to Stop. the next one. We just skip yeah. to the next one.
0: The um, the the thing I I remember the the breakthrough for me and like why HMV was Christmas every day mm. was the inclusion of the listening station. Yes, sir. Oh. I worked at many a listening <laughs> right. station. It's like, like, like and, and even as like just one last copy they had of something and I would take it back there and go, are, are you sure you'll do this? And they're like, oh. so,
2: you want to listen to this uh, old kid koala? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cause we just seal it right back up. <laughs> yeah, no one exactly. knew. You never knew you were buying a used No.
1: CD. no. Yeah. Right. There were times. Guys- yeah, go ahead. Do you guys want to hear uh, what Spotify, uh, what they've made made for Darcy Fiend. This Let's hear this. So, so how, well, first of all, before you do this, how long have you been listening to Spotify? Like, how long
0: has the algorithm been able to sit there and go, "I think I get a sense of this Darcy <laughs>
1: Fiend'er fella"? Right. I think I, I don't get know, it. a couple of years, maybe. Like, I, I had a membership for a while, and I okay. then stopped it. Just so now I'm back on the free. Now hey, so it's good. Ads, yeah, you got a history, but I think they remember who I am, even though I okay. canceled the subscription. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, fire it up. So how you like that? You know how song? you like how you like artist? black pink. Hang on. Black I see. Wait, wait, wait. What's a black pink? Oh wait. This is a clip show. You've asked that exact question before. <laughs>
0: What's <a> oh <laughs> there yes, you sent me this. <laughs> That's right. Yes. This is part of your K pop phenom that's yes. right oh, <laughs> yes Pink, i forgot okay, I was- to tell you chris darcy <laughs> is a 12 year old girl <laughs> right okay yeah. i have a 12 year old boy okay does he like does he like blackpink no uh, no i've never okay. heard of blackpink okay all right what else you got this algorithm is going to be so fucked yeah. let's hear this okay
1: icy by itzy
0: is that k-pop Try for as me low?
1: Yeah, K-pop. Okay, Cry for Me twice. I'm looking. I'm keep scrolling down. I've gone through like 25. They're all K-pop. K-pop. Wow. Fun. Fun. Uh, (laughs) I would love it if the like the
0: break in the K-pop is something like Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, (laughs) like like just something really hillbilly and racist. (laughs) So maybe the
1: daily mix has been always. It's always genre fied. Okay. uh,
0: That's hilarious, Darcy. What do you think
1: of K-pop? He loves it I love it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. production is amazing yeah right and you know there's what? so Absolutely. many like I know they're not literal jokes but there's so many little nods to um to like the eighties um popular music 90s popular music like they maybe it's some will say ripping off a lot of <laughs> right styles from western music uh-huh. but uh, they're doing it again and they're doing it uh well better it's uh, in, so in, from a production man. standpoint, right? That's so
0: cool. The, the this is what I, I I I I I appreciate and feel sorry for Darcy right now. Like I love I love that you have this admiration, and and you should because the stuff you sent me is really good to listen to. So people who shit on K-pop don't know what they're talking about. It's, yeah. It fill, it fills the market it's supposed to fulfill, Absolutely. and
1: like and every he, genre, there's lots of shit versions of for there's sure. K-pop. There's so 100%. much for bad K-pop. Sure. There's yeah. shitty
0: dance. There's shitty rap. There's a lot of shitty country. But there's okay. uh, there's shit in every genre. But like you know, the stuff that you sent me was like really good. And I I love that you have this appreciation for something kind of so in the vanguard right now of mm. and, and and that has revolutionized the way that we listen to pop music. What I feel sorry for, and I I just I, a little tear goes down my uh, my 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 cheek as I think of you doing this. Is, is that you will never be able to go to a concert without looking really fucking creepy well,
2: yeah. unless there's like a really bunch of creepy. other creepy dads and you know you're yeah. all connecting or in the eyes, same section you
0: know, like, yeah we're here
2: together right yeah
0: <laughs> of all the nice to wear a trench coat why oh. why did i well you know what's it's crazy a- though
2: like those south koreans are killing it right now they're bringing back so they're. everything from the 90s and early 2000s they're, they're killing yeah. it with like with yes. uh zombie movies and mm-hmm. monster movies yeah, and they're doing it better, like you say, Darcy. They're doing it way better.
0: Yes, completely. Yeah. Um, I so we should talk to you, Chris. One of the reasons that uh, that I brought you on is I was watching some Baroness von sketch. Oh yes, yes. and I was like, Hey, there's Chris, that
2: dude. <laughs> we should have him on. Hey, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say this is the first time I've ever been on by myself. First That's time. That's true. Marcel Saint Pierre, second right. time. Mm -hmm. nigel now i don't have those dead weights no
0: (laughs) and look what happens it was them that kept us from talking about hip-hop for an hour that's it was literally (laughs) them holy
2: right who knew uh you know what else todd i want to pull this old memory i remember years ago you showed me and i was like oh man this is a nerd oh no fully respect okay you showed me some pictures when you did stand up as rorschach
0: yes and i was like oh man how long ago was that do you think uh, it was long enough ago. It was it was out when uh, I, I, when the movie came out, so it, okay. it had it had cultural okay. exposure at that point. Um, and even in that small amount of time, that that uh, routine that I did as yeah. Rorschach became quite problematic very wow. quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, I fair enough. Yeah. With, with like when the Watchmen came on to HBO, yeah. I was like, oh. I should go and promote this Rorschach me. And I said, right. and just before I did, I was like, maybe I should give it a watch. Just <laughs> let's just make sure. And there was one word, two words. I'm yeah. like, okay, nope, you're going away. You're going yeah. away. That's so. Hilarious. I would love to do well, it. I'd I love remember to re-edit that. that. I
2: I just remember going, oh, Todd did stand up as Rorschach. Yeah, I love
0: this guy.
2: Yeah. What a nerd! <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs>
0: You know who's killing it right now in that regard? Who's that? Um, it's, um, uh, oh, um, uh, uh, oh, Dave uh, Chappelle? Nope, nope, nope. Derek Forgey, friend of the show. Yeah, well, I know Derek, uh, write, yeah. write him up, head writer. He has been doing, uh, I think it's uh, Sebastian Fa- uh, Fazio? Fazio in in. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm... I'm, I'm up his name and i'm blank no that's on it. I it i taught him
2: he was a student okay.
0: of mine for many many years well then you did well because he's doing roast battles of all the marvel universe characters and dc oh. universe characters and so uh like Fergie has shown up dressed up like all these different characters. Like he showed up as Jay Jonah Jameson once, you know, amazing. and he and, and he's doing roasts and stuff like that. and and oh, just amazing to watch. Like the clips I've seen are we just. We really... do that.
2: We do a bunch of invites. We do roast battles of like Disney characters. We did mm-hmm. one of the Little Princess. We were all roasting yes. Little Princess, mm-hmm. and I was Sebastian the Crab. Beautiful. And the great thing <laughs> is that Aurora had these red high heels that I just wore on my hands, and those were uh-huh. just my.
0: Gorgeous. So stupid, right?
2: Yeah. I do my one I have my one uh uh Werner Herzog doing stand-up joke. Oh, let's hear this. Werner Herzog goes like this.
1: <clears throat> Hello,
2: and I would like to begin with a <laughs> knock knock joke. Knock knock.
0: Uh who who's there? Nine eleven. Nine eleven who?
2: You said you would never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I will be here all weekend. And then I play the Doobie Brothers when Doo, do, do, do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He just
2: slowly walks off
0: stage. Um <laughs> we uh, uh first of all, thank you for for coming. Oh, we're gonna, we're, we're, gonna so we're gonna we're gonna close we're gonna close on that for one of two oh. reasons. One, that's a perfect time to stop. And secondly, I just got the message from uh, my wife: the dog needs a walk. So, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, welcome to podcasting showbiz. How long do your shows go mm, till the dog needs a slash? That's, hey, that's, that's a long. good one. Um, chris first of all before you go we'll we'll close off proper and we'll do the intro after this and say goodbye like normal human beings um but uh where do people uh find you on the internets and do you have anything coming up that they should be aware of uh, Um, other than a fucking kick-ass music collection let's see
2: um okay what do i uh, find me yeah find me on the i'm I'm trying to stay off the internet because social media is so toxic and it does stuff to my mental uh Mm -hmm. health but on that note, find me at Twitter at Sadiq <laughs> and Instagram at The Sadiqs. Will right. I answer you? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Right. And then uh, what do I got coming up? Well, I have, okay, you'll love this TVA, but I got mm-hmm. uh, something I'm very proud of, a uh, 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 Dungeons and Dragons podcast right Beautiful. Now that uh, my friend and I, Jay McCarroll, one of the best musicians in the city, mm-hmm. who's in Nirvana the Band, the show, he's in Brave Show. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and I are playing uh Dungeons and Dragons. Awesome. And I play a Dwarven Paladin and he beautiful. plays a warlock. And uh we're having a lot of fun. It's all self produced. It's called mm-hmm. Dwarven Moss because that's the name of the weed that we smoke in the fantasy. Oh uh, beautiful.
0: It's a bit of Dwarven Moss. Moss. You know? Beautiful. <laughs> so go go watch my show Bit Players. That was yep. just put on Tubi. Yes. Tubi. I just I was scrolling through Tubi the other night and I came across that.
2: Oh, brilliant. Um,
0: yeah, watch that. Yeah.
2: And uh, and just you know keep yourself
0: healthy and happy and safe. Yes, exactly. In yeah. these troubled times, yeah, make sure that you stay safe, everyone. Really? Um, uh, so yes, I agree with you on the on the whole social media thing. Um, social media is like the moat of shit that you right. have to walk through every day just to get home. It's I like it. I want to be there, but the only way through is through this thing, right? I want to achieve this goal. I need social media to help.
1: That's uh, it. Um, Darcy, where do people find you? Yeah, on social media.
0: Oh, goodness. <laughs> hey, you've got social media too.
1: Pictures of me and my cat, Monty and Darcy on Instagram. That's right.
0: That's right. Uh, hey, as much as I should on social media, here we go. First of all, you can follow this very podcast at C A T P Podcast. That's right, folks. Cappy, you can follow us on... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Now, keep in mind, until they get rid of the guy that's sitting on our CATP podcast uh, handle there, you're going to have to find Comedy Above the Pub. That's us. You can find us. We're the one with videos. We actually have the videos. The guy sitting on it has a grainy logo and uh, is just... I don't know what he's waiting for because he's getting zero money from us. Do you know why? We don't have any. Um we're going to have some write-up shows coming up in the next little while. I'm still trying to figure out what dates we're going to come back to Toronto. Uh Chris, you've seen the show. You haven't done it yet, have you? No. You don't do you don't do stand up, dude. You? you 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 write I do roast shows, though. Do you, do, oh yeah i suppose when you were hosting that show i never i always as much as you were doing the uh the the hosting of the show i know mm. you were doing stand-up but every time i saw it it was like he's giving himself offers like he's just doing improv to himself and it yeah. was great right well
2: that, that's how i was writing i mean i yeah. just get up there because i mean you know when you're hosting, a show, mm-hmm. you get the most stage time so i was like fuck yes. it let me just fuck around find what Absolutely. hits take that right. Work on that.
0: Well, I'll, I'll let you know and I'll put you on this list if you would enjoy it. Uh, so this is the way this, this is the way the show works. Uh, I host it. I bring five comics to the stage that do stand up. That should be enough for you, but it never (laughs) is, you people. So what I have is a team of writers writing roast jokes of everything that comedian does, says, whatever. And then once I dismiss the comedian, I go and grab the roast jokes and I read them to the audience verbatim. Oh, brilliant. Providing anonymity and emotional distance for the players. It is the funnest show on the globe. Something Um, that uh, social media doesn't do. Correct. That's right. Correct. We shit on people, but in a nice way. Exactly. Right? For an actual audience. So Um, So yeah, uh, we'll also be doing some online shows as well. I'm just trying to figure that out. Uh, June has been a bit of a fuck. So uh, give me some time. It's coming. Um, You can follow me personally at HayesTVA.com as well on the TikToks and the thing uh, and my only fans are what are you doing um, ladies and gentlemen oh and if you uh, if you want to see the videos of everything we did and you uh, Sadly, you probably won't be able to see much of the the, uh, uh, Latrix that we're... Latrix? Latrix. Latrix. You won't be able to see a lot of that because YouTube will go, yoink. We'll do something to fix that. Uh, You can join our Patreon at 3 bucks a month and you get bonus content every single episode uh, that is not in the regular audio. So make sure you come and join us. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Chris, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself, when you listen to Cat P, you're in for a good time. Jimmy, you are always the podcast and so is Bobby.
1: Lately... Lately, I find I rush, can't piece together the sun and the sky,